Welcome back to Cloud Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by Engage for Good and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com and selfishgiving.com. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, it's Joe Waters. I want to welcome you to another exciting episode of Cause Talk Radio. On the line with me, of course, is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello. Megan, we have a fantastic show today. A real international flavor to our show today. We do. I know. On the line with us right now is Michal Alter, and she is co-founder and CEO of Visit.org. Now get this, Megan. Visit.org is a B Corp that curates different local travel experiences, all in the name of social good. The traveler gets an authentic travel experience, and the host revenue, 100% of it, is invested back into the local community. Welcome to the show, Michal. Thank you very much. Very Did, happy to be here. How was, how was my pronunciation of your name? This was perfect. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? Pretty yeah. good. Pretty good. See, I practiced. Right. And all that time before the show, I practiced. But thank you so much for being on the show today. It's really nice to have you. Nice to be here. Yeah. Hey, so tell our audience, tell us a little bit about, you know, what I think is interesting about Visit.org is you kind of flip that volunteerism trend on its head. Can you tell us about uh, the Visit.org model and what prompted you to start this business? Sure. Yeah. So uh, volunteer projects are great. There are a lot of great opportunities out there when you want to travel the world and volunteer with local nonprofits. Um, The thing about it is that you usually need to commit to a a couple of weeks or longer and commit your budget as well, a couple of thousand dollars or more. So it's just not a good fit for everyone, right? A lot of us have just maybe a week or two of vacation time a year and therefore, uh, what we want to do is really just relax and do whatever we like doing when we go on vacation. So the idea for Visit.org uh, came about when we were thinking, how can we still offer travelers who are interested in authentic activities that also benefit the local community to enjoy this kind of activity, mm. but still enjoy anything, everything else that they like doing on their vacation trip or even their business trip or their family vacation, whatever it is. Um, and that's how we came up with the new model, a new product, um, which is a half day or full day activity that you can add to any trip itinerary around the world. Uh, it will be local and authentic, and we also guarantee that the dollars that you will be paying for your ticket price, these will be invested back in programs that benefit the local community. So, for example, uh, right here in New York City, you can spend uh, half a day uh, taking a cooking workshop with refugee women in Harlem, and the $70 ticket price that you'll be paying for it will go to women empowerment programs. Or in Guatemala, you can uh, make your own coffee with a coffee farmer cooperative. And again, the dollars that you will pay for your ticket price will go directly back to the farmer cooperative into programs that benefit the local families. So really what makes us unique is that all of our providers of activities are these do-good organizations, nonprofits and other types of social ventures, and we help them package this new product where it's about the local community 
hosting the visitors and sharing the locals sharing their own culture and history with the visitors rather than the other way around the way it's traditionally done in the volunteer volunteer projects model I think it's so smart because as somebody who's actually done a volunteerism trip with my family oh yeah you did that one more yeah what was that yeah, last year Peru, it was a couple of years yeah. ago no it was a couple of years ago and we went and volunteered in an orphanage for two weeks um mm-hmm. so i believe in that model um but i i do think it's probably more empowering the way that you're doing it to you know have those dollars go to that organization but have the organization really be able to kind of showcase what it is that they do i just yes. really i like that approach i think it's really smart and i definitely i'm going to tack one of these onto my next trip i got to make sure i go somewhere that you guys have experience yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes I, we we i don't think you'll have a, i hope that you won't have much problem with it because today we offer 700 experiences in oh 75 countries oh around the world i'm sure i can and find something yeah, and and we are on track to reach our next uh, big milestone, which is two thousand unique experiences by the end of twenty eighteen. So we are really all about making it very easily, you know, a product that is really easy to um, to buy and to get access to. So it's not uh, there's nothing complicated about it. It's uh, similar to booking a hotel room or a flight today online. And- it sounds like what's good about this too is you can do like a half day or a full day and stuff like that. So right. I, th- I I think in some ways what Megan's trying to say is she can do still stuff in the local community, but she can still stay at the Four Seasons. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's you know? how I travel, Joe. <laughs> I know that's how you roll. So, Michal, how did you get into this? I mean, do you, I mean, are you a world traveler yourself? We know that you're from Israel. I mean, and Israelis are big travelers. I mean, they're well yeah. known for their, for their right. aspiration for traveling. I mean, is that how you yeah. really got started on something like this? So it was a combination of uh, different experiences um, that I had over the last uh, decade or so of my life. I did, tra- did I did do a lot of, uh, solo travel um, in Latin America and in Asia and indeed all of the most memorable experiences that I had during these travels have always had relations to the local people Mm. that I met and interacted with but I always had the privilege to travel for prolonged periods of time. I traveled for a year in Latin America and worked there for a little while and traveled for three months in Asia so these kind of interactions were presented to me just as I was traveling and had the time to actually um, create this kind of interactions, which usually is not the case when I go on vacation, which is a seven-day vacation uh, where I just focus on uh, relaxing. Um, other than that, I started my career in uh, as a computer science engineer in Israel, worked in a couple of different startups there, so got all of that entrepreneurship spirit from there. And uh, eventually also started volunteering once a week with, with a local nonprofit uh, in Tel Aviv that worked with their refugees and immigrant workers. And that really opened the, my eyes to the world of, uh, of uh, doing good and this type of local organizations that have this amazing relationship, trust relationship with local members of their community, uh, amazing assets of understanding of the local culture and history and, and uh, really could ha- have so much to offer to the general public and not not only to a small group of volunteer and donors that they usually interact with. So all of these three experiences together of the travel, tech, um, and nonprofit, you know, were combined together for me when I started thinking about visit.org. Mm. 
So uh, how do you select your partner nonprofit organizations? Because I would, I would imagine that really makes or breaks an experience <laughs> what exactly you're doing and with whom yes. and how good of a job they do explaining what's happening and what right. the experience is like. So how, how do you pick those partners? And what we do is uh, a lot of groundwork. So today we have a very robust ambassadors program. We have 200 ambassadors all over the world, uh, travelers and locals that are part of our network. And we send them on pilot visits to potential organizations that we identified uh, and that we want to work with. So once we bring an organization on board and we help them create this project, then we send one of our ambassadors to actually go and experience it and to make sure that the quality is great, that it's safe for travelers, and even to help the local organization improve their product offering uh, in this way. That's fantastic. I want to do that. I want to yeah. test the tours. Well, you know, so... I um, I'm, I'm curious too. What are some of your favorite things to do that are listed on your site? I mean, you have a ton of opportunities. I'm here right now planning my next trip, so I'm going through. I'm looking at a lot of things in Europe and stuff. Do you have some of the thing, some things that are your really favorite things to do? Yeah, I like a lot the uh, organizations that work with the local uh, women communities. Mm-hmm. And so uh, for many of these women, this is actually the the first time that they have an opportunity to participate in the uh, global economic system to really have this kind of uh, uh, opportunity to have a job and create income and tell their own story to visitors. So um, one experience that uh, I really like is a women organization uh, in Israel, in the Negev, in the south of Israel. Um, these are micro-entrepreneurs, women who started small businesses for uh, rugs, arts and crafts, and food, and you go and hear their personal stories uh, one by one and how they managed to create this uh, uh, local business with the help of the host nonprofit. Um, and it's really a unique experience because there is no other way um, that you can uh, have access to the women of the Bedouin community in uh, Israel. Usually as a regular tourist, you would only have interaction with the men of the community. So for that, that's a unique uh, window into the lives of the women of this uh, specific community. Hey, Megan, before we get up to our next question, I want to recognize today's show sponsor, Catalyst. Catalyst is the industry's only matchmaking platform for companies and causes. Think of them like an online dating app for social good. You can research companies, their customers, and the types of partnerships they're looking for. Then you can actually connect with companies that make sense for your organization. How great is that? Catalyst uses sophisticated data and algorithms to broker partnerships between hundreds of Fortune 1000 companies and nonprofits like the Avon Breast Cancer Crusade, the Humane Society, the National Park Foundation, World Vision, and many, many others. With pricing and packaging scaled to your organization's size, it's a solution for everyone. Visit GoCatalyst now, www.gocatalyst.com. What types of trips are most most popular on the site? It sounds like you gravitate toward women-focused trips, and I love that. What are what are the mass population choosing on your site? Um, that's a question that is really hard to answer. I wouldn't say that there is one specific one. The variety is so big. So one of the coolest thing I think on our website right now, it's a feature that we recently launched, is that you can 
actually on the homepage, if you scroll a little bit down, you can see that you can actually browse experiences by a cause. Mm. So if you choose one of the uh, small, one of the little icons, colorful icons there, you can see that you can, uh, if you click on agriculture, animals, or cultural preservation, uh, environment, and so forth, then you get to a map of the world and see how you can travel the world for environmental preservation, for example. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, that is really cool. I mean, I'm looking at a lot of trips here, too. Like, that's something on uh, in Greece on touring medieval landscapes and Ottoman Empire. And now I'm looking at this bicycle tour of ancient temples. This, these would be all really cool trips. And then they're not that expensive. Right. They're not expensive because they're short, right? It's all about accessibility, making yeah. it easy for you to add something like that. And because we work with the nonprofit sector as, as our suppliers of activities, if you think about it, nonprofit work on any human field that you can imagine. And therefore, the variety is really big one of the other cool thing about this is that even we don't only work in in remote destinations we also work in big cities such as new york city london paris barcelona where a lot of travelers go to visit um, and then in these kind of uh, city destinations you can do things that you are going to do anyway such as visiting uh, the Colosseum in Rome or the Eiffel Tower in Paris, but doing that with a local nonprofit that will take you around and will show it through the perspective of their own local community. So that's a really unique way to see something that you were already planning to see, um, knowing that you're getting a different perspective and also knowing that the same dollars are actually going to be invested in programs that benefit the same community. With the model for your business, you chose a B Corp. You know, can you explain, you know, instead of being a nonprofit, like I almost thought you were a nonprofit until I read that you were Me a too. B Corp. You know, why did you choose the B Corp route? Um, <clears throat> it's very important for us to be a business that supports itself, that is uh, sustainable and successful both financially as well as uh, in terms of the impact that we create in the world. Um, because we believe that this is the future of doing good in the world. It's not, um, we need to more and more find ways to sustain ourselves with uh, uh, generated revenue and income and be less dependent on donations. Mm -hmm. It will just make us so much more uh, viable for the longer term. And that's why we came up with a model that will help uh, us also be a a social business, which means that we still care a lot about our our social mission, but also are able to sustain ourselves as a business. Mm, A truly win-win enterprise. Yes. What's your long-term vision for this company? What are you looking to accomplish or achieve? Our vision uh, is uh, and what we believe is that any trip itinerary, and within five years, any trip itinerary around the world will have at least one visit.org activity or at least one social impact travel experiences uh, added to it. I like that vision. Yeah. I mean, you're trying to operate on an international scale here, and you're a relatively small company, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how do you, you know, what type of challenges have you have you had scaling the company? Yeah, so one of our um, major challenges right now is actually explaining what it is that we are offering a lot of time when people hear about our product or land on our homepage, they see the word uh, do good organizations or mm. nonprofits, 
and they immediately, you know, the, the, our brains are automatically translating that into volunteer tourism or yeah. donations, mm -hmm. um, right. which is not what we are. And so because it's such a, a new product, um, that's what we've been still having uh, challenges of how are we explaining this product in, you know, within two seconds of someone landing on our homepage. If you have any suggestions, I would love to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you want Joe's suggestions. Yeah, I know. Uh, kind of outrageous. I mean, they put me on the show for a reason, you know, <laughs> keep me off the streets and stuff like that. But you know what it is? In some ways, it's kind of like meet the locals. Right. In the sense, like, you know, you're, you're really, you know, that's what I got the vibe from the site too mm -hmm. is, you know, when I was on there, I was like, you know, this is all about digging into a community and really learning about the fun stuff that people always want to right. learn when they travel. Instead of going to the same boring touristy things, this is something that really, you know, really gets you into people's neighborhoods, into people's communities and really discover how people live. You know, it's kind of funny. I just had a, um, we had an exchange student here from Italy. And in one of the things she said, she goes, you know, when you get a chance, come to Florence, where I'm from, and I'll give you the inside tour, you know, of mm -hmm. all the different places you can be. And then that thing, you know, when someone says that, that's like, that, I would love to do something like that. That's what you're really delivering for people. Yeah, with the added value of uh, the of the impact on uh, the community as a whole and not a individuals right so there are other platforms that offer tours by locals by individuals here we are offering it's still a very local tour exactly like you're saying joe mm. only knowing that every dollar that you spend on this ticket price which are really affordable um, is going to be invested back into the same people that you just interacted with. So if you interacted with a community yeah. um, of change makers or a community of women or people who care for local animals, then all of them are going to benefit from it. That's right. And see, what I love about what you do is because you're tap tapping into local organizations like that, these people really know the community. They have to be because that's their focus. That's what exactly. I think is so, that's what I think is so genius about this, you know, that you can yes. really tap into that right audience. But there's that added benefit there too. And you know what I love too is this is a way for a nonprofit to generate, you know, different ways of raising money for themselves, you know, different avenues right. for revenue. And like you said, they're not so Dependent on, you know, I have a whole course that we do at, at Georgetown on this where it's teaching people how to like stop being so dependent on like government funding and those things, right. and, you know, learn to do in your own. And something like this could really help an organization. Absolutely. And we see it as a core part of our mission to help uh, organizations, nonprofit organizations rely less on donations and have more generated income. Yeah. Michal, I know that I'm sure you probably learn things on a weekly basis running this business and you know operating in multiple countries. But can you share a couple of things that have been your greatest learnings maybe over the last couple of years? Wow. Yeah. Every day a new learning. Um, <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's really hard to build a business that uh, needs to be both profitable and make the world a better place. But yeah. if we make it happen, it's going to be worth it. So that's what we keep telling ourselves every day. Yeah. Um, and we want to create that case studies for so that others who are, have similar ideas will have the you know the inspiration to to pursue this. So really, one of the biggest learning is we can do it. Believe it. We can believe in ourselves. It's something that is very new. When we you know one of our challenges is is to get funding. We cannot get funding from traditional nonprofit funding because we are not a five hundred one c three. Um, so we are look we are fundraising from investors. 
impact investors and traditional investors and for them the whole concept of a social venture that does good business with uh, being a good citizen is a very new uh, concept. Um, so overcoming these challenges, we just need to, you know, one of my big learning is every day reminding myself that we ought, we are doing, we, you know, we are on the right track. It's uh, we and we can do it, and there's no one else that knows uh, better than myself and my team uh, what it is that we are trying to accomplish over here. And with, I always try to listen to all the advice that I have from that I get from smart people around me. But it's always you know your own business or your own mission or your own organization the best. There's no one else who can lead it better than you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's one of my personal biggest learning. And I really want to encourage anyone who wants to start a, a project like that um, to remember that and to uh, continue pursuing. Yeah. How big is your team right now? We are about uh, 10 full-time scattered all over the world. We are a very yeah. virtual team. So uh, I, I always say that the company is run on Skype, really, mm -hmm. most of the time. <laughs> just on Skype. And then uh, we have uh, uh, local representatives in different countries where we work. Um, we try to usually find uh, someone from uh, when we go into a new city or a new market, we try to find someone who's already immersed in the nonprofit sector in their country um, and uh, want to come on board. And then we have the 200 ambassadors all over the world who are not employees, uh, but it's more of a community and a network relationship. Hey, uh, Megan, I could do something here in Boston. You could. You know, I, I think could. there's actually something on their site for Boston. There was nothing for Portland. I was a little sad to see, but yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was. Is, is that true? Michal, is there a Boston ambassador? We are looking for, yeah, we are looking to go uh, into Boston and find there you go, Joe. See? there. So, yeah. yes, Joe. I mean, like maybe a whole, like, like a kind of history tour or something like that, or <laughs> top 10 Boston gardens or something. You know, I'm just thinking of my own interests here. I mean, I could really work Clearly. these angles. <laughs> you know? It's all about Joe. That's right. <laughs> that, my 10 favorite Starbucks in Boston. No, I mean, Jeez. I could take one. To, I, I could take people to each for. one. I, but probably not looking for something like that. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll have to think about it. I'll have to brainstorm some ideas, Michal. Yes, but you know, it's really important for us to uh, have experiences in Boston and in other cities like that because there are really there are great nonprofits and social ventures everywhere, not only in remote destinations, but also right here around the corner in our own backyard, right? Right. Um, I love that. So open their doors as well is very important for locals is very important. So Michal, one of the things I was curious about you, you working with nonprofits. So say that you go into a city and there's a nonprofit th there that offers kind of local tours and stuff like that. Like it could be history tour, architecture, art, what have you and stuff. Do you partner with those people as well, or are you looking for something a little bit more offbeat, like finding that nonprofit that wants to generate the income but also knows the local scene enough that could do something else? Yeah, a great question. We work. Uh, we we don't. We do not work with the bigger um, museums and parks that you would find in many other places, and you yep. go to visit anyway. Yep. We really go to the local nonprofits that uh, do not offer any type of tour ah, or experience good. right now, and then we help them create it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, that's I think that's a great idea, and I think it's you know what's great too is it really think you know really helps a nonprofit to think kind of entrepreneurial about what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. and and being proud of what they're doing and yeah. sharing it with more people. Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Michal, for being on the show and telling our listeners a little bit more about Visit.org. If they would like to learn more about you or the company online, how might they do that? Yeah. Um, so the website is Visit.org and uh, our Facebook and uh, Instagram handles are all Visit.org uh, with the dot itself or dot spelled out. Um, and we welcome people who are interested to of course, participate in these activities or become ambassadors or also uh, if we have any corporate uh, HR or CSR listening to us, we are actually launching a program now uh, offering Visit.org activities to uh, corporations who wants to go on team building activities. That's that a also good idea. Back yep. really good idea. City. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. I love that idea. Yeah. Excellent. We'll include all of that in the show notes. And Joe, where can people find you online? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at Joe Waters. Make sure to check out Selfish Giving and sign up for my newsletter and all those pins on Pinterest, pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand and I tweet for Engage for Good at Engage for Good, which is also where you can find show notes for today's episode, engageforgood.com as well as selfishgiving.com. And while you're online, stop by iTunes and subscribe to the podcast while you're there leave us a review we would love to know what you think of the show and on behalf of Michal and Joe and myself I'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio and we'll talk to you next time 